0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Full of frustration. Full of despair, despair. From years of hurt, disappointment, and... Relegation. Two British football fans have had enough. Canary bird Elliot Holman and wanderer Henry Hewitt are in search of glory, pride, passion, in search of silverware. And they found major league soccer
1: yes here we go again another episode of the mls uk show i'm elliot holman and i'm henry hewitt seattle orlando nashville still unbeaten what's the oh oh yeah get in that was the phrase
2: i was looking for Getting, I'm surprised you forgot it because you you seem to mention it every single episode. <laughs> I'd be honest though, that is that is impressive.
1: Nashville, by the way, with respect, that's the more shocking team in that in that trio. I feel Nashville's still unbeaten.
2: The heavy doing very well. Good win at the weekend, which we'll talk about uh, very soon. Twenty two thousand at Nissan Stadium. That was good, wasn't
1: it? You know I love Nashville. Yeah. Like they're just, they're a great little team, um, and I say little. And I don't. I, just, I don't know. It's a bit. It feels harsh, but no, I just they are just a great little team.
2: I understand because they're not little. They're right. quite a big franchise now. But when you compare them to the other sides that have come in, Austin and into Miami, they, as we always say, they've kind of gone under the radar mm-hmm. a little bit. So yeah, I, I'll dig you out of this hole, <laughs> here, Phil, for you Uh because uh, yeah, not so little Nashville. Um, Yeah, we'll talk about them winning against Austin uh, later on in the show. But first, how are you? How's your last two weeks been? Uh,
1: Good, to be fair. Um, I got a message from somebody the other day saying that their boss used uh, the phrase get in uh, whilst delivering the um, figures, the company-wide figures for the... um, uh, for the year past which I was oh no the, the past quarter I think right, it was okay. um, which I, I kind of felt very proud um, yeah. so that's good
2: uh, how are you? Yeah all good um, I was very pleased that Atlanta managed to scrape a draw at Seattle the other day um but no and uh, i win the week before so yeah it's all good i think atlanta, that montreal yeah, game oh my goodness unbeaten in the last two weeks which always makes me happy because i do dread like i've got to drive it's like an hour and a half to get here and when atlanta have had a bad result i do dread <laughs> it i'm in that car going oh, what's he gonna say is oh. it even worth it yeah uh, but no it's all been good uh, so welcome to episode four of series four Uh, We're cracking along now with the new season, and um, we have had some more ratings. Uh, What we've been doing this uh, series is at the end of every episode, we give you like a a code to type into a rating that you give us. But there is one rule on the ratings.
1: Five stars
2: only, LA Galaxy style. Yeah, there's also going to be a second rule now, because I've noticed that one or two people have deleting their last rating and then putting Mm. a new one on, Right. so they're going to get a mention every week. You will not get a mention (laughs) every week. If you do that, uh, but we've had some, uh, as we said last time, we can see our US uh, ratings yeah. now, which is good. And we've had quite a few on there. So thank you very much. Um, right. So we'll go to the UK then. Here's one. Uh, this is from Kieran. He's a Scottish St. Mirren, Norwich City and Seattle Sounders fan. Wow. Um, he loves the podcast. He's completely on board, which was the, uh, that was the phrase. Yeah. Uh, with what to, what we're doing, and he said, since you'll read this out, and I did say if you've got anything to promote, feel free and we will do it. He said, can you follow C. White, spelled W-H-Y-T-E, so C, the letter C, White, music, on the socials. C.
1: White, music.
2: Yeah, so that's W-H-Y-T-E, uh, and listen to his new single which it comes him. out on June 11th. Keep up the good work, guys. June 11th is the day I get married, so maybe I'll walk down the aisle to your uh, song, See White Music. <laughs> I don't know if Poppy will agree to that. He gives us five stars, of course. Uh, we've then got Budgie NCFC. Are we just having Norwich fans now? Oh, I love
1: this. How's this happened? I've not really been active on uh, socials the last couple of weeks, so I'm surprised that
2: the Norwich fans are all coming out of the woodwork. Uh, well, he gave us five stars. He said he's on board, great podcast, Norwich fan and a New York City FC fan since they formed, still waiting to go to an NYCFC game. Uh, he's been three times to New York since he started, but every time they've been away. Uh, well, I, I can relate to that. Yeah. Uh, I was looking back, I realized,
1: because um, I saw something on like my memories that came up, and uh, uh, I had a screenshot of Kakar posting a, um, his farewell, and I can see myself in the <laughs> crowd like as he's like waving goodbye to the Orlando fans. And I realized that I haven't been to a game since. Oh, and it's so long ago.
2: I know. Uh, time flies when you're not doing anything. <laughs> uh, elsewhere, we've had Matt Van 27, who says, starting getting into MLS around a year ago and never realized how good it is. Uh, That's what we like to hear. Sounds obvious, but this podcast is perfect for any UK fan. Well, thank you. Uh, whether you're a newbie like me or you've been a fan for years, he ends it with get on board in capital letters and a train emoji.
1: I might be getting away, getting ahead of myself here, but shall we welcome along all of our new listeners to the MLS UK show who have discovered the league now that there's absolutely nothing else going on in the world of football and have gone, oh, all right, do you know what? Fine, I'll watch MLS. And Maybe they tuned into that Seattle Atlanta game that yeah. was on telly the other day. Uh, on Sky, maybe uh, maybe they're just sort of thinking. Oh, I wonder if there's a I wonder if there's a UK podcast that's really good that covers. The MLS. Um, well, turns out there isn't. Yeah, uh, <laughs> there's
2: not. But we'll do in the meantime. Uh, Nick J 82 says on board. Fantastic podcast. I've been looking for MLS podcast for a while. Love the English take on the game. I'm a Luton Town fan, and my MLS team is New York City FC. Uh, by the way, if you are a New York City fan, uh, UK NYCFC on social media. That's the uh, UK New York City FC fan. Page group, uh, that Andrew runs. So. Yeah,
1: everyone that's uh, given us a rating uh, on their podcast provider is going to go into our uh, into our draw to win a shirt from Soccer90.com. Uh, keep listening to the podcast because we've got more details on how you can win this week later on.
2: Yeah, and finally, this is coming from the US. Uh, this is from Soccer Harry Eight. He says, on board, I love the great MLS uh, content. This is my first time listening and I will definitely continue to listen to every episode following. That's nice. Uh, Thanks so much and I would love to win the t-shirt. If I do, I would uh, love to be surprised with any MLS team t-shirt you want to send me. Ooh. Keep the uh, ratings coming in. We really do appreciate it. It helps us go up the Apple charts or whatever Whatever happens. Um, and At the end of this episode, we will uh, give you the code word the, you need to quote on a rating for next episode and we'll read it out. Yeah. Shall we get started? Let's do it.
0: The MLS UK Show.
1: So before we go any further, let's say thank you very, very much to our sponsors, Soccer90.com, a huge range of soccer merchandise uh, with shipping worldwide. Maybe you're thinking of getting yourself a a national team jersey ahead of the Copper America or the Euros uh, in the next couple of weeks, Soccer90.com and use the discount code MLSUKSHOW for 20% off.
2: Yep, I might be getting an England shirt. The uh, preliminary uh, the square 30-man squad was announced <laughs> today and uh, celebrate it on my drive-in. I was listening to Free Lions on repeat. <laughs> uh, every two years, football is coming home. So I might be buying an England shirt with that discount too.
1: Realistically, we go into it with so much hope and then the only thing that actually arrives home is more merchandise.
0: (laughs) Elliot Holman, Henry Hewitt, MLS UK Show.
2: So before we have a look back at this weekend in MLS, I just want to say if you want to listen to any of our episodes or any other podcasts on the Sport Social Network, you can do head to sport Social. .co.uk. We've got our own little page on there with our faces. So uh, the more of you that hit that page on their site, they'll then think, oh, these guys are a big deal. and uh, <laughs> Fools. <laughs> yeah. And maybe push us uh, further on on the website. Uh, right. It's time to do the game with a changing name like every week. Uh, it's a player who has played in both MLS and the UK. Come on, hit me. Okay, here we go. This is a player that's played in the UK and in
1: MLS. Now, Henry, for a bonus point, see if you can guess their nationality from the teams they've played for. Oh, okay. This is difficult, okay? Play along at home. They started their career at Kilmarnock (laughs) in 2001.
2: I'm going to have a shot in the dark here. Mm. Are they Scottish?
1: Hold your horses. Okay. Because they then went on to play for Rangers. Hmm.
2: Tough, but I think I'm going to stick with my first answer. Uh,
1: Between those first two clubs alone, nearly 300 appearances and over 160 goals. Oh, impressive! They went on loan to Middlesbrough.
2: Less impressive.
1: Nottingham Forest. Uh, I'm not going to pronounce the team name. They went to Turkey. Okay. And then over to MLS. They played 26 times in MLS, scoring seven goals. Right. And then, this is the thing with the nationality, they went back to Kilmarnock, back to Rangers, then back to Kilmarnock. What nationality do you think they
2: are? I'm going to stick with Scottish here.
1: (laughs) They are Scottish. So we're looking for a Scottish MLS player, 26 appearances in the league and seven
2: goals. Any idea at all? Not a clue. Really? No. I I normally will, as the podcast progresses, then I'll go, ah, that's who it is. But at the moment, I have no clue at all. My first thought was Kenny Miller. You're not far off, but we've done him before. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll have to think. If you think you know, uh, you can tweet us at MLS UK Show. Tell us where you're up to in the podcast or if you're watching on YouTube. Comment below. It leaves a timestamp so we know you're not cheating. If you go to the end, get the answer and then come back, we know. We don't know how, but we do know. We'll
1: find out. Um, So when we do the reveal, before we do it, I'll tell you the team that they played for. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you can have another guess.
2: All right, deal. Uh, Right, this weekend in MLS, it was another very busy weekend. Uh, But first of all, I need to tell you this, because this will really make you smile, Elliot. This will cheer you up, because Orlando have got their first title of the year so far. Oh, has it happened? Orlando. I'll I'll do the route first, because last episode, if you remember, Columbus, Columbus crew, as they still are now, uh, were our MLS UK show championship champions. Get they on with it, because I want to do a get in. They had a title belt. Come and on. Uh, they had it from MLS Cup last year. And Come the on. first time they lose, they then give it away. Yeah. So they then lost to Toronto FC. Right. A result that you said on the podcast would never happen. Then Toronto FC drew against New York City, so that meant they kept hold of it. And then this weekend, unfortunately for us all, Toronto lost to Orlando. So our new, I should have do it in a wrestling kind of. Please do. The winners and the new MLS UK show champions are Orlando City! Get in! Come on! So Orlando hold the title, so keep your eye on what Orlando do. Well, you probably would anyway. You like MLS, but uh, as soon as you lose it, that's it. It's gone. Mm. Another team has it.
1: Can we just, sorry, uh, it's something we forgot to mention regarding the the MLS UK show title belt. Mm -hmm. Extra Time Radio. Oh, yeah mls's official podcast uh remember mls as a league refused to uh acknowledge our existence <laughs> and, uh, yeah. they they print a uh a list on the website of all the podcasts that you should listen to if you love mls um we've never been on it uh they never react to our tweets whatsoever yeah. we've had it?
2: a we've had a mention off extra time though
1: yeah we were mentioned in the show but then they still just refused <laughs> to acknowledge that we exist um just to really rub the salt in the wounds uh, of them just completely ignoring our existence, um, they decided to tweet out saying, should there be a title belt for MLS? And we were like, "So, hello. Uh, we, we have one. Th- there There is. We, we have one. You know, our, our, our tiny little podcast that's yeah. barely got any listens compared to yours. We We, we do that on our show. so um, thank you to everyone who drew our attention to it because uh, I I wouldn't have seen it but uh, yeah everyone was quite clearly outraged that they they hadn't listened to the podcast and I was like yeah I'm not surprised
2: So uh, extra time, Andrew Wiebe or anyone else, if you're watching uh, Orlando are the official champions at the moment. Uh, right, looking back then at this weekend, um, yeah, Orlando one We've already mentioned that. Don't Get need in. to mention it again. Come on. Um, let's go. Oh Well, we'll talk first of all, Portland v. LA Galaxy. Um, I mean, again, MLS have been really good with kickoff times yeah. for us this year. This was brilliant for us. Uh, Saturday evening match. Um, uh, Portland won three 0 but the the talking point of the game was the challenge in the first half. Derek Williams sent Ooh. off. Uh, Poyo is unfortunately out for the season. It looks like he could be, uh, which is really sad for Portland because he's a, he's a top player mm. for them. Um, I mean, where do we go with this? It, it was rightly sent off, it, and I'm sure Derek Williams isn't that type of player who's so done it on purpose. But um, yeah, it wasn't good, was it?
1: I don't think it matters. I think we hear a lot about oh, he's not that s- that type of player. It still happened. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I'm not saying he did it on purpose, but it, it, that's irrelevant. You know, we, we all you know if you get a speeding ticket, you maybe you didn't do it on purpose, but yeah. you, you you don't expect them to go. Oh, that's all right then. Yeah, I've um, tried. And <laughs> <certainly haven't we>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not that sort of driver. He's, it's fine. Let him off. Um, so yeah, I think quite rightly um, quite rightly penalised for that uh it's it's nothing against you know the player i just think you 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 can't be getting away with that um i think unnecessarily the league have drawn attention to themselves with with the ban of of nani and i'm not, i'm not going to bang on about it generally like he had a, he got a two game ban for for touching the referee um i don't know what your thoughts are on that initially
2: um i, I think he's a bit harsh he was rightly booked for it yeah. and uh, when i saw it i was like Come on, Nanny. You know, like yeah. to be fair to Nanny, he's done that before. Mm. He should know better. But yeah, two games is a, a tad harsh.
1: I think we see it a lot in the league. I think if you went back and watched all the games just from this season alone, mm. it's, it's happened before. Um, so two games seems a bit. Even taking my Orlando hat off, it seems a bit crazy. Um, but they just immediately now put themselves in a situation where they have to at least ban him for that challenge. For, for more than two games. Do you know what I mean? It, it's yeah. set a precedent now that is going to make it difficult for the league to to operate like this going forward.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, two wrongs don't make a right and the MLS, um, the, the Players Association did come out and say it was it was harsh. So, yeah, hopefully the lessons will be learned and it'll be a bit more lenient because, I mean, you can't... Nani shouldn't be getting special treatment over right. a Derek Williams, for example, but you know we want to see the players we don't want them sat in the stands
1: yeah i don't think anyone wants uh, dp's to have special treatment over you know like giovinco used to say you know people said he got too much protection like he'd always got free kicks mm. um you know I, I think those days are gone and i think it's it's very fair, but you're right. At the end of the day, we're trying to attract people to this league. Why is Nanny now sat in the stands for two games, you know, um, when he's been arguably one of the brightest stars in the, in the league in the, in the opening five games? Um, but yeah, a terrible tackle. And was it a surprising result for you? I, I only say that because obviously Seattle and Portland had their, um, had their big matchup the weekend before. And
2: I, LA Galaxy looked like they were in a really good place. It wasn't, to be honest. I think, for me, LA Galaxy, and I, and I kind of mentioned it last time, is that they are playing very well, and uh, it's great to see Chicharito playing well, but I just think very, they've not found the the sort of level yet. They're very up and down, mm. You'll have a great performance, and then turn out what they did at Seattle. I think Portland are more settled, and okay, Portland are only sixth in the conference, but they are still a more settled side, Um, you know, like I I saw the goals and more instinctive, you know, gets the two goals. Villarreal with a pen as well. They've got a good squad and Portland will make the playoffs, whereas LA Galaxy are still like, okay, at this point, you'd expect them to make the playoffs. But it would not be totally surprising if they just fell off a cliff. So, uh, yeah, I just think LA Galaxy are just finding the feet a little bit, whereas Portland are more settled. So, no, it wasn't for me.
1: I don't know if that's uh, if you can apply that just to Galaxy and Portland or if you can apply that to the whole league. You, you wouldn't be surprised if even Seattle, I know, they may maybe one of the teams that you would be shocked at if they suddenly fell away, but it happens so much in MLS. Like There's so much up and down in, in form over the course of the season. I wonder if we'll see less because of the there's less cross-conference games, yeah. less travelling, less midweek trips to California from the East Coast. Um, I wonder if maybe we'll see a bit more of a settled run of form.
2: Yeah, well, funny you mentioned Seattle because next we'll talk about Seattle and Atlanta, which ironically was a cross conference <laughs> game. Um, but in my notes for this watching Atlanta, I just thought the the word "you don't worry me, Atlanta," but I did just they're finding their feet as well. Yeah, and it was I mean we got the the, the late penalty, which to me Atlanta is still. They still they're not creating enough, and no. that will come. So that was the only way we were going to score.
1: How bad was that Atlanta Montreal game the, the week before? Because yeah. I I, um, I bet on a goal in that game, so obviously eventually I was happy. <laughs> but that it never looked like coming. There was no chance of that happening.
2: No, and and a good thing for Atlanta is they've shown that they can be fighting to the end. Yeah. and uh, but yeah, the creativity is not there. I think the passing's good, but there's just you've got Martinez who, arguably, the the best striker in the league, who's having to come back to 30 yards out just to get the ball. First half, he hardly touched it, and he had a a great shot in the end, which just went wide. But again, he had to come back 30 yards out. And I think that's Atlanta's problem at the moment. But they are finding the feet. And in my notes, I've got them. DC United are very similar. They're finding the feet with their new manager. Mm. So uh, I think you're right. I think there's a lot of teams who are just finding their feet. And then you've got the likes of Seattle who have started like a, like a train. Um, I didn't think personally they got out of third gear at the weekend. yeah. And, um, I, you know, it, it, they could have easily gone up a few more gears and then got the second goal and won the game. But you've got them more settled sides. And that's why I think Seattle, if they carry on the way they're going, the supporters' shield could be done and dusted by September, you know, like... <sighs> Even with Nashville unbeaten,
1: come on. Even with Nashville unbeaten <laughs> and
2: even with New England Revolution, which in the episode where I admitted that I'd put a cheeky bet on New England Revolution uh, to at least make the MLS Cup final. And you said, really? That's a... oh, You're wasting your money there. That's bold. That is bold. Uh, but they are top of the East and another good win at the weekend mm-hmm. against Red Bulls. So
1: They've played an extra game though, come on.
2: Yeah, but an extra game, some extra game. Teams are playing extra. Last year we had teams playing about 10 games yeah, more that's than... true. Uh, others, but uh, no New England Revolution. Let's go move on to them, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, top of the West beaten, uh, sorry, top of the East beaten. Uh, Red Bulls three one. Um, I do think that the uh, Reyes sending off. I mean, what a cameo he played in this game. Thirty eight minutes goal booking, sent off, <laughs> um, and then. Uh, but I do think it changed the game. But New England Revolution, they're looking, they're looking good. They're looking clinical. They, they're getting the results. They're getting the wins and. I mean, we said it at the start of the year. That's what Bruce Arena brings to the, to the table, right?
1: Yeah, four wins. You know, if you'd have offered him that at the start of the season, he would have absolutely taken that. They've only lost the one game. And that's what you're looking for. It's that points per game that becomes really important in MLS, I think, because you do, it is relentless game after game after game. And you just want to be picking up points. You just want points in every game. Um, so they've not dropped, not dropped too many. And that roster's slowly improving. For me, they've got a little more depth than they ha- certainly had a couple of years ago. They can rotate a lot more happily. Um, they're all becoming more familiar with the style that he wants to play as well. And I do think you've made a big call, but I don't, I don't disagree with it yet. Mm-hmm. I th- I do think they're, I do think they're up there, but it's going to remain to see be seen whether they can then compete with. Seattle can they go toe to toe with Seattle when it comes to picking up those points per game? Seattle, um, to be fair, Orlando do come into the conversation currently because they are they are up there. They haven't lost a game yet. Uh, Philly as well. There's big. There's big teams. Atlanta obviously on a bit of a resurgence. Yeah. So there's only there's only enough spots for for half of them. So New England need to just keep on rolling.
2: Yeah, I mean the the East this year looks uh, very good just because. Uh, I don't know, in the West, I just fancy Seattle. They, they, they've they still got that from last season, how They're it ended.
1: Way more of a standout for me in the West. Yeah. You've got Seattle. I know SKC did well last year, and obviously they have started well this year. But, but Seattle business. already pulling ahead.
2: Yeah, they mean business, don't they? And uh, so I, I think the East is uh, interesting. Um, uh, w- something I wanted to bring up was because we were very... We we sometimes can be too... Um, we, we sometimes look at the teams that aren't doing very well, and mm. we can be... Uh, we can uh, have a go at them quite a lot. But a credit has got to go to the two sides who hadn't won yet in the in the whole MLS and in the East. Cincinnati and uh, Chicago both got wins mm. this weekend um, in a t- tough situation. I mean, Cincinnati coming off the Miami game and how disappointing that would be. They came back again because they came back from 2 0 down against Miami yeah. and then lost. This time they were 1 0 down with Montreal and then went and won 2 1. It shows they've got some fights. But can they carry this on now?
1: Yeah, I watched the Miami game last weekend, and obviously it was their home opener, new stadium, and you just wanted it to go well. You wanted it to go so well for them, uh, you know that moment in history. Who's going to get the first goal in the new stadium? <laughs> oh, Breck Shea, <laughs> excellent. Yeah. Um, but I thought once they once they were you know under the cosh a bit they actually did start to play some some good stuff look Miami are not the best team in the league by a long shot but Cincinnati came out fighting again Mm. Uh, and I know they didn't quite get there in the end but I wasn't surprised to see them get the win this weekend having seen that performance the week before you could see there was there was something there yeah Um, and the same with Chicago we've seen them score for example that lovely goal was it in the first game or the second game um, lovely team goal, and so there was that flicker of hope that they could do this. But since then, it's kind of been really, really downhill. Um, so yeah, Chicago getting their first win. Who did they? Um, who did they get that first win against, Sorry, Chicago. Mm. Uh, it was into Miami. Ah, oh, into Miami. Of course, it was. Ah, mm. oh,
2: it's a shame, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I mean, it does help for both sides that um, both Chicago and Cincinnati that their opponents. Missed uh, quite a lot of chances, uh, especially uh, Kyoto for Montreal. But uh, we won't dwell on that too much. <laughs> um, let's uh, uh, Another team I need to bring up uh, was Columbus Crew. Um, they got a very good win away at New York City. They were, re, NYCFC were playing at Red Bull yeah. Arena. But um, they came from 1-0 down. Zelleray on two excellent goals. A free-kicking will be the dying embers of the game to win it. Do you think now that all this stuff behind the scenes seems to have been sort of ended with Columbus? If you if you haven't seen this since we were last with you, um, Columbus crew, the owners have announced that they are now going back to Columbus crew, they're not dropping the crew, and it's going to be Columbus crew. Thank God for that because, uh, yeah, we were very disappointed, as was the whole league with that. Mm. Uh, now, So do you think now that that's finished, do you think we'll start to see... The real Columbus crew again.
1: I don't know how much it was affecting the players. Um I, and I don't know if we'll ever know. The fans were very clear that they were against the ownership. It was very similar to the to the Manchester United thing over here. They're very much against the Glazers, but they're still very much supporting the team. Mm. You know, when they were allowed back in into Old Trafford, they were supporting the team. And it was the same, everyone was saying that with the with the crew, as I will continue to call them, since '96. Um, they were very much still going to get behind the players because it's not their fault. You know, at the end of the day, they still need results on the pitch, it, regardless of the badge, regardless of the, the kit, regardless of the name, they needed those results. So I don't know how much it was affecting the players who, unless they are from Columbus and had followed the team since 96, I don't know, you know, maybe the players that have been there the longest, but I don't know in terms of, turning up for work you're getting paid for it you're turning up for work you're training you're playing games that's you that's what you do that is your job so i don't know how much it was affecting them when it was all going on they're more likely to be affected by oh a change of ownership or um you know the way that they're going to go about paying them or something like that and i know it's fickle but it's the truth it's their job so i don't know how affected they were but i do know that they're there and thereabouts and you just hope they kick on now because i think we were hoping that they were going to really or seattle were going to take the fight to columbus this year and what's happened is seattle have taken the fight to columbus and columbus are like yeah guys can you just wait a minute we're we're coming we'll be there in a sec um so they've won two drawn two and lost two so kind of just waiting for them to kick on a little bit
2: yeah, I mean, you'd fancy them too. I, I think there's there's no doubt that they'll get in the playoffs. Um, looking at some of the other matches then that were we'll played this weekend, uh, LAFC beats uh, Colorado, Colorado Rapids, I should say, um, and it was great to see Rossi and Vaya back. Yeah, uh, they said Veya set up Rossi's second goal and. Uh, This could be it now for LAFC. This is what they've been waiting for this season, those two to be back. And uh, I mean, they made an impact. They won the game.
1: Yeah, to be honest, I was surprised with how long Veya was out because in that first game against Austin, um, when he uh, went off and then Bradley sort of accidentally substituted him too quickly, it seemed fairly innocuous. It didn't seem like he had a big, big problem. He reckoned he could have gone straight back on after his uh, treatment. So surprised that he was then out for so long. Um, they obviously kicked on you know kicked on without him regardless but their team's just so much stronger when he's there I, I, you know they've they've struggled without him which I've, I've been surprised about because of the strength of the roster because of the players they've got available but he just brings something else he brings that magic he can make things happen he can bring the assists obviously we know he's a great finisher as well so it's the most obvious thing to say. I mean, I'm not winning any points here for saying great that he's back for, for LAFC, but it's also great for the league. You know, we've already mentioned just in this podcast, then we've mentioned Martinez, we've mentioned uh, Chicharito, we've mentioned Carlos Vela. You know, these are massive, massive players for this league. Nani as well. These are massive players, and uh, it's something we're going to touch on in the uh, crisis right later on.
2: Oh, looking forward to it. Um, Colorado fifth though so they're in the playoff spot I know we've only played six games but yeah. a good start for them they won the three games before it so uh, another team playing well at the moment Houston 2-1 win against Vancouver and uh, they're into fourth in the West I mean Vancouver's goalkeeper uh, Crapo didn't really uh, cover himself in glory with the goals, but um, covered know. himself
1: in crap up, if anything,
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, but you know, it's you've got to you get the chances, you've got to score them. So, well done, Houston, yeah.
1: And uh, we were, we were on the Houston train, weren't we? We said they'd be up there, uh,
2: no, <laughs> not at all. Oh, no, we didn't. Um, elsewhere, SKC, big win at San Jose. Uh, SKC had, had lost the last few away games before this, so really good win for them, and uh, Pulido, Showing his uh, showing his class. Do you think? Well, we kind of said this, didn't we? The likes of Polido, Chicharito, um, uh, Cavallini at Vancouver. You know these players that came last year. It was an unsettled season. Yeah. Now they're a bit more settled. We're starting to see why they were brought into the lead, and I mean, uh, in the league, I should say. But Polido, great goal and um, a good win for uh, for SKC. Yeah,
1: he came off the bench in the. Uh, I've seen the SKC a couple of times this season, and uh, he came off the bench against Orlando and made an, you, he's one of those figures that he comes on the field and you're like you know he's going to do something. Yeah, he's Got that he's got that he's got star of quality. About him, he yeah, has. Yeah. He really has. Um you know and they've got firepower in the, in that team as well. Um you've got
2: Shallowy, or uh, as we say in the UK Saloy. Um <laughs> <laughs> sorry I mean we're bad at pronunciations but it <laughs> seems to be a a, a nationwide thing. <laughs> I
1: heard the Sky Sports news trying to say his name the other day and I thought yeah, don't ever try that again. <laughs> um, so uh, Saloy, uh, great finishes. Um, he's been yeah, he's been great this season so far. So um, there, if uh, if Seattle weren't in the league, you'd be really worried about SKC. But Seattle's just running away with it.
2: Yeah, a four points clear after seven games is is impressive. And um, they just, as I said before, they just didn't get out of third gear against Atlanta, which is scary for the league because I thought Seattle played okay. Um, right, let's round off the weekend then. Uh, FC Dallas two, RSL two. I mean, Dallas are currently bottom of the West. They they haven't seemed to capitalise on that four one winning against Portland. Have they two one up, six minutes to go, twenty nine shots they had against RSL, and we uh, still only drew.
1: To be fair, they played a game less than the likes of Vancouver. Um, but no, they, I've seen quite a bit of Dallas this season. I I can't say I'm impressed. Mm. I, d- I do worry from a little bit. I'm surprised, you know. Like we said, we, we didn't expect Houston to be up there, and I didn't expect Dallas to be down there. So, um, yeah, it's it's not been encouraging. And we took we singled out Minnesota, like in the last episode, for for really surprising us and not really uh, going about their business the way we thought. And they're right down there with Dallas as well.
2: Yeah. Uh, if you want to watch our interview with Luci Gonzalez from last year, <laughs> FC Dallas <laughs> head coach, uh, head to our YouTube channel um, MLS UK Show. Um, right, who have we not mentioned? Uh, DC nil, Philadelphia 1. Touched on DC, but um, I think the difference here is Shabilko got the goal, and uh, I think this is what we're talking about, settled teams. Yeah. Philadelphia, very settled. Uh, they're coming back into it, into form, after a uh, sticky first two games. They're now third, just behind Orlando in the East, and uh, DC are just not quite there, so that was the difference for me.
1: Yeah, DC... DC disappointing me a little bit. I'll be honest. They don't seem to really play that um, attacking football that we like to see. I don't. I can't gauge their style. For me, I can't gauge what they're what they're trying to do at the minute. Um, I know it's a new era, but for me, it's you, you're still looking for that. Who's their big player? That's mm-hmm. that's you know. When I think DC, I'm thinking, well, who are they going to bring on? Who's going to change the game? You know, can we get? Can we add more to that roster? I, I think it's an unfinished product currently.
2: Yep, uh, I couldn't agree more. Um, and finally, uh, we touched on it, but Nashville uh, beat Austin one 0 Great little side. <laughs> They're not a little side. Uh, but, well, this little side of not conceding in four hundred minutes of MLS. Not
1: in not in short is my Nashville shirt and
2: scarf over there. <laughs> Great little club. Yeah, I mean, 400 minutes in MLS, not to concede, is, is quite the achievement. It is. It really is. This is a, um, a
1: league where we expect goals as a, as a minimum. Uh, you expect a couple of goals. Um, and especially Nashville games, they're good to watch. I'm surprised at that stat because they are entertaining to watch. I do like watching them. Um, so I, I hadn't realised that that was the case. Um, I am impressed. Great little side. Stop saying that.
0: The MLS UK Show.
1: It's time to move on. Let's do Henry's Guide to North America. Now, you put it out on Twitter, didn't you, as a vote as to where we go this week?
2: Yeah, I put a list of places that we've not been. Um, and uh, yeah, you, you loads of people commented. So I, I tallied it up. Uh, Nashville was void. A lot of people said Nashville, but that is waiting till last so we can get the usage out of the theme tune. Um, Montreal, Seattle got a, quite a few votes, mm-hmm. but the winner and the place where we'll go today is and i've got to say as well before i say this is that a few people got confused on our twitter page i think they thought that i was actually going to this place (laughs) um unfortunately uh because of restrictions and the fact that i can't afford to go to uh north america every two weeks uh no it's just me doing a guide to so here it is today on henry's guide to north america we're heading to san jose (laughs)
1: Famous, of course, for its country
2: music. Hey, Elliot. Hey, Henry. Did you know the city of San Jose is in California and has a population of just over a million people making it the 10th biggest city in the US? Oh, stop me there. I I did know that because I've been. Okay, how about this one? Um, It's only 300,000 people behind uh, behind Dallas, by the way. So if you San Joseans want to get busy then uh, you might push up the table to ninth. Is that in... what they're called, San Joseans? I think it is. Is that yeah. why Danny Josean played for them? Danny Josean, the San Josean. Uh, yeah, so uh, <laughs> in a few years, if you start getting busy, San Joseans, you might push up to ninth. Uh, San Jose, the, uh, the the city, was founded in 1777, but it was originally called, uh, and, uh, sorry if I get this, it, if I pronounce it wrong, uh, El Pueblo de San Jose de Guadalupe. Sorry, what? as el pueblo de san jose de guadalupe um and then it wasn't until 1850 that it changed it to san jose thank but,
1: goodness it did
2: yeah but then in seven, in 1979 they changed it again they put an accent over the e ah. uh, to make it even more difficult for uh, people <laughs> like me uh, it's nicknamed the capital of silicon valley if you don't know what silicon valley is it's basically the so where they get the
1: implants done
2: uh, not quite, oh. no. Uh, it's the Hollywood for tech geeks. Ah, okay. Um, eBay, Samsung, PayPal and Hewlett-Packard all have their uh, bases in San Jose with Google, Apple, Facebook and Netflix nearby too. Uh, Japantown in San Jose is one of three left in the USA.
1: Japan, of course, famous for its
2: country music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the others are in San Francisco and LA and San Jose is the sixth, safest city... I'll say that again. The sixth safest city. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> the sixth safest city in the US. It has only 32 crimes per 100,000 residents. Based in, uh, just to compare that to so here in the UK, we have 96.4 per every thousand. Wow. Uh, famous people from um, from San Jose include Tussin uh, Diamond, who plays Screech in Saved by the Bell. Uh, Smash Mouth. The band Uh, they live there now, and the most prolific, successful sportsman of a generation lives there. Thirteen-time Coney Island hot dog eating champion Joey Chestnut lives in San Jose. I got really excited to find
1: out who that was then and then...
2: Uh, do you remember me telling you that when yeah. I... So I went to Cuba on holiday and I was a bit ill and I was in the hotel room and all that was on was... It was around July 4th when they have it. was um, on ESPN 10 or whatever it was. It uh, was the hot dog eating championship. So and the on July 3rd, they showed every single one from the last 20 years. And then I watched it on July Fourth, and Joey Chestnut won that as well. Uh, so yeah, so I always try and I always look out on July Fourth who uh, <laughs> who wins it. But it's normally Joey Chestnut. Um, and finally, uh, San Jose as the fifth most pop- uh, most expensive housing market in the world, partly because it's also home to the most millionaires and billionaires per capita in the whole of uh, the USA. And you have uh, you have one of these, but you can if you live in San Jose. You could only have two more. There is a pet quota. Yes, yeah. there is a pet quota in San Jose. Uh, you can only have five pets at a maximum or three dogs. So you can have three dogs and two cats. Right. You can have five cats, but you can only have three dogs most. Wow. So there you go. That is Henry's Guide to San Jose. Where do we go next? Um, You know, I put it out to the listeners last time. I'm going to put it out to you this time. So uh, let me get the list, I think. Uh, Nashville no oh. <laughs> definitely not uh, you've got a choice between Seattle LA Dallas Houston New England uh, Montreal Miami Toronto Chicago do you know what let's go Miami oh it's a Miami let's go Miami yeah if we had to uh, if we had enough money to pay for it I'd say play Will Smith. But, uh, no, no, we no, can't. We no. can't. Afford that. Uh, so we're going to stick with some country music. But that, yeah, we'll do. Okay, we'll do Miami next time. If you have got any facts about Miami, you'd like me to read out on Henry's Guide to Miami, uh, get in touch with us. You can DM us on Twitter at MLSUKShow. You can email us hello at MLS.show um, or you can
1: uh, write a letter.
2: Write, write a letter. Yeah, I mean,
1: send a fax.
2: Yeah, it won't get to us, but it, it'll improve your handwriting.
1: Didn't Will Smith have a song called Wild Wild West? He did, yeah. Is that basically basically like this, isn't it?
2: Uh, I think this is better than uh, it's certainly better than the film.
1: Well, it's probably better than the song as well. Uh, right, what's next?
2: Uh, right now, it's time for the crisis. Right, you bigged this up before. I'm intrigued. I want to know what the uh, you know what the content is. It's higher or lower? If you're new to the podcast, um, I've not done so well so far this season. Yeah,
1: so you, to you used it. to be frighteningly good at this game. I'm starting to wonder if there was, in the old studio, there was some kind of mirror behind me where you could see my screen. Um, It's higher or lower. It's like the price is right. Today, I've decided to use the recently released salary list for 2021 in MLS. So we're going to be looking at the overall compensation for some of the biggest players in MLS.
2: Okay, I've not seen this, so it'll be mostly guesswork. I think that's probably easier, to be honest. Are you ready? Let's do it. Henry Hewitt, come on down.
1: Another banger, I'm sure you'll agree. Okay, so I'll give you the first player, and it's Victor Wanyama of Montreal. Yeah. Left Spurs to come to MLS, and he is on three million a year. Not bad. Now, does Zellerayan earn more or less? Are we going higher or lower?
2: Oh. Um, less surely
1: 1.9 million yeah. so there you are correct uh, higher or lower than 1.9 million it's Inter Miami's designated player but not really designated player but kind of a
2: designated player Blaze Matuidi Well, whenever you said into Miami, I was going to say higher. So (laughs) you said the player's name. So I'm going to stick with higher. Uh, It's lower. It's 1.5
1: million. Mm,
2: Is it really though? Well, (laughs) that's what they
1: published. (laughs) Who knows? Uh, Let's not incriminate ourselves. Um, Okay. Higher or lower than 1.5? Julian Gressel.
2: Um... I feel no. like
1: back in the day, it would have been mm. high. They had big stock, didn't he?
2: I'm going to go slightly lower.
1: It is lower. It's 760. Oh, half lower then. Yeah. Uh, higher or lower than 760k. Yimichara. Ooh. And that's Yimmy, not Diego. This is crucial. Yeah.
2: Slightly lower?
1: It's more 1.3. Oh,
2: it's not even... Not even high. Like, I'm... I'm
1: terrible at this again uh what about his brother diego chara higher or lower than 1.3 lower it is lower 668k there we
2: go we're back come on
1: imagine that your brother's earning 1.3 and you're on 668
2: yep in the same business
1: yeah doing the same thing um higher or lower than 668 maxi morales at nycfc
2: oh uh yeah
1: higher yeah you go higher 3.2 mil yeah. NYC, big spenders. Uh, Higuain at Inter Miami. Uh, that's Gonzalo, by the way. Oh, right. uh, higher or lower than 3.2? Got to be higher. It is higher. 5.7. Getting into the big boys now. Carlos Veya, higher or lower than 5.7? Higher? It is higher. 6.3. Higher or lower than Carlos Vela? This is the last one. Chicharito Hernandez. Oh, that's
2: a He has got to be higher. Got to be, surely. It's lower. (laughs) (laughs) how many?
1: He's on 6 million, so it's 0.3 difference.
2: That's the just one. (laughs) Uh, Okay, well done if you did uh, better than I did. Won't Um, be hard. Yeah. Um, Another tough one for me. I, I really need to... Well, I don't know what they they are before we do them, so I don't know how I'm going to prep for them. I'm just going to have to learn every bit of knowledge of MLS I can possibly learn. You
1: have to cram. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well,
1: Henry, thanks very much for playing. Um, Please don't come back again.
0: Elliot Holman, Henry Hewitt, MLS UK Show.
2: So let's have a look at what's happening this weekend in MLS then with our predictions. Elliot, um, you, you'll you get a theme of this whenever I introduce this segment. It's because I need to look back at the last episode and see who won the predictions in that one. Uh,
1: and gloat, no doubt.
2: And uh, to make it 2-0 so far this season, <sighs> it was me. Uh, I, I've got to say this though And I text you at the time mm. I, I was so so happy with no this No one's
1: ever been happier For a nil-nil
2: Yeah I predicted The RSL Nashville Nil-nil On the last oh. episode Which is incredible I don't think any of us Have ever actually predicted A nil-nil before Nashville as well Like Great little club Yeah <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, they are a great little club if you are predicting. and Because um, you said, you said, oh, no, it won't be 0-0. but have got lots of goals.
1: Yeah I, thought they were, I just, yeah, I can't believe there wasn't goals.
2: Well, uh, It finished 50 points to me, 30 points to you. Uh, if you want to play along at home, uh, how we do the predictions, we go through every game this weekend. If you get the right outcome, so yet, let's say you said RSL Nashville would draw, but it would be 2-2, you get five points. But if you get the right score, which is 0-0, You then get 10. Um, Let's have a look at this weekend then. And uh, kicking off the weekend is, well, it's two games. Two games at 6 p.m. on Saturday. We've got Chicago v. Montreal and Red Bulls v. Orlando. So let's do Chicago first then. How do you think this will end up?
1: Uh, First of all, Chicago, uh, sorry, Sky Sports advertising this game uh, at the uh, side on Sky Sports News the other day. Use used the old Chicago badge. Um, which I wasn't opposed to to be honest, but it does look weird now. We're starting to get used to this one. Um I I can only see a draw at best for Chicago.
2: Really? Mm. Montreal heading away? I'm going one one. Okay. I think Chicago will win again. I think they'll uh, the one nil will do them good. And it'll be this time two nil. Okay. Um Orlando playing at the same time against Red Bulls. Um, I think Red Bulls are still their hit and miss this year at the moment. So I, I, Orlando seems to be doing well. You seem to be grinding out results. You're very resilient, which I will give you that. That's a, the one bit of praise I'm going to give you this episode. Get so him. I think it'll be another 1-0. Do we get DK back involved? No, DK, stop, don't cling on to DK, mate. He's back he, now? He's back in the country, but he's, he'll be gone again. I hate that you're right. <laughs> uh.
1: I wouldn't have picked us to win this, but we've won. We've not lost yet. So I'm hope I'll take a draw. I'll give you that. I'll take a draw. I'll go. I'll go 1-1 again. Both games, 1-1.
2: Okay. Um, later that evening at eight o'clock here in the UK, it is FC Cincinnati back at the TQL stadium uh, against New England Revolution. Mm. I
1: controversially fancy them to win this. Mm. 2-1 Cincy.
2: Um, no I think Revolution will win they're my boys this year apart from Atlanta and anyone else who have called my boys Uh, 2-1 New England Revolution
1: Uh, Columbus playing Toronto that's Columbus crew by the way since 96 Hmm. Um, I think they win this Toronto
2: not impressing me if I'm honest Uh, 2-0 Columbus Uh, yeah I've got to agree I think um, Columbus crew back at home Um, Chris
1: Armis not the one
2: no, so uh, I think it'd be 3-1 to Columbus Crew. Uh, Atlanta United versus Nashville. This is at half eight. We've got some good to kick-off times again this weekend. Come so. on,
1: Nashville. Uh, no, don't. No, Great don't, little yeah. club. It'd be a <laughs> massive club if they win this. Uh,
2: Atlanta are, uh, not being creative. Nashville haven't conceded a goal in 400 minutes. Um, I think it'd be another 1-1 this. I think, yeah, Atlanta will score late on. 1-1. 1-0 Nashville. Uh, LAFC versus New York City. That is at 10 o'clock here in the UK. Um, LAFC back to winning ways. And I think they'll continue it. I think uh, with uh, Vea and Rossi playing, I think this will be, um, I think, 3-1. I was
1: going to say 3-1 as well.
2: Mm. Uh, LA Galaxy versus San Jose Earthquakes. As you know, through Henry's Guide to North America, that is a California derby. Um, How do you think... (laughs) How do you think that'll go?
1: Um I oh, this is a difficult one for me, I think. I fancy Galaxy at home though. I'm gonna say two one Galaxy.
2: Yeah, I fancy Galaxy at home. Um I think they'll get back to uh yeah, they'll get back to winning ways. I think it'd be 3-0. Uh
1: into Miami, taking on DC United early on Sunday morning over here. Um this is difficult because for me, neither side really fully firing. No. So, oh, do I do I risk do I risk a nil nil? I might I might chuck a nil nil in there, you know.
2: No, I, I don't think DC will score, but I think Miami, any team that's got Gonzalo Higuain up front, um, his brother feeding him, uh, Luis Morgan as well. I I think they'll score. Brother those. feeding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Here, Here comes. comes the teacher. <laughs> uh i think it'll be two nil to miami
1: (laughs) ridiculous uh skc versus houston dynamo um fancy skc to win this even though houston are doing better you kind of have to retrain your brain because you look at that and you go skc yeah but uh it's probably going to be a little tighter than we first imagined but i have to go skc and i'll say two nil
2: yeah, I think Houston will be. If it was the other way around at home, I think Houston have a better chance. But I'd always uh, rate SKC at Children's Mercy Park. So um, I think it'll be. Oh, I think it'll be four two to SKC.
1: Wow, uh, Colorado taking on FC Dallas a little bit later, um, early hours of Sunday morning. <sighs> like you can't, you can't fancy Dallas away at the minute. No, um, I'm gonna go two 0 Colorado.
2: Yeah, Colorado got the three wins before the LAFC game. And you could argue that in the LAFC game, they were a good shout to get a second goal and get a draw. So I think they're playing well. Yeah, I think um, I think it'll be... I think a 3-2 to Colorado. I think Dallas will score.
1: Okay, yeah, to be fair, I probably should have gone for a Dallas goal, but I've locked in my 2-0. Uh, RSL, I play in Minnesota at Rio Tinto. Fancy, fancy an RSL two one win.
2: Um, no, I think the other way around I think Minnesota will win two one.
1: Wow. Uh, USA also playing against Switzerland uh, on Sunday as well.
2: Uh, no, no. <laughs> um, on uh, early Monday morning, so this is Sunday evening in uh, North America, Philadelphia versus Portland.
1: Mm, this is tough, I think.
2: Yeah, I agree. I think both sides, uh, do, Philadelphia doing well, Portland doing okay. I, I'm i going to go for a draw in this. I think it'll be
1: 1-1. I'm going to go for a cheeky away win. Uh, 3-2 Portland.
2: Uh, and then rounding off the weekend is Seattle versus Austin lumen field which i'm still getting used to saying
1: love austin but this is a big seattle win for me i'm sorry guys i'm going three 0
2: um yeah i i think seattle will win i think they will um yeah i i i can see them this being another three 0 but to be different to you i'll be free one <laughs>
1: um and then as i scroll down and continue to scroll uh, it's international friendlies, it's CONCACAF World Cup qualifiers, it's Nations League, and then you get to June the 11th. Anything? Uh, <laughs> anything happening June
2: the 11th? Yeah, uh, this is uh, totally mistimed. We didn't plan this, but it seems that me and Poppy have planned our wedding day for uh, a bit of a break in MLS. So, good honor, I say.
1: Well, uh no, you've star you've planned it for the first day of the uh Europa, sorry, the uh European, Euros.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, in our defense, we did book it last year when it, it for this year, meaning we were hoping it was going to be a break in the, the the soccer apart from MLS, but no, they've moved all the tournaments back a year. So.
1: And uh continuing our tradition of always watching the first game of the Euros together, um yeah. we'll we'll be at your wedding.
2: Yeah, we will. <laughs> on a mobile phone whilst uh, like, yeah, I'll be in the church going, Elliot, what score is (laughs) (laughs) it? Yeah, so uh, we will be, well, we'll be back in two weeks ready for the, um, well, my wedding and also MLS coming back. Um, Right, so there we are. They're locked in our predictions. Uh, Remember, New York Red Bulls versus Orlando is our MLS UK show championship game. Who will be lifting the belt? We'll find out. On Saturday evening. Come on, the Lions. Uh, before we go, uh, we need to say, uh, first of all, um thanks if you've left us a rating. We read some out at the start of the episode. Uh, the code or the, uh, what did you call it? The phrase? The phrase, that's better. The phrase this week. So if you want to leave us a rating, remember, Elliot, is one rule and one rule only. Yeah, if
1: you leave us a rating on your podcast provider and they allow uh, stars... Then we're going Galaxy style, five stars only. Uh, every rating that uses the following phrase will be entered into a draw to win a shirt from Soccer90.com. And the phrase is going to be...
2: Well, I think we've got to, because of your um, insistence of calling Nashville a great little club great when little they are not.
1: Yeah, great little team. Uh,
2: I think it's only fair for Nashville fans to get their own back, so... Uh... It are any fans of any club. So how about great little pod?
1: <laughs> Five stars, great little pod. Love that. <laughs> yeah.
2: um, so if you if you type that in on your podcast provider, we'll read it out on the next episode. And uh, feel free, if you want to promote anything, just stick it in there yeah. like see White Music did.
1: If you've written a book or a song <laughs> or you've got a, a, a non-fungible token, like all the kids are releasing at the minute, um, yeah, feel free to promote it.
2: Um, right, shall we find out who the uh, answer to the game with a changing name is? I
1: almost forgot. Uh, yeah, so I gave you their career path. They've played in the UK and in MLS. Yep. Uh, they're quite clearly Scottish because they've played at Kilmarnock and Rangers more times than uh, anyone would care to do. Um, the team in MLS is yeah. Portland. Does that help you out?
2: Oh, uh... So Kilmarnock,
1: Rangers, Middlesbrough, Forest... Turkish team, played twice. Uh, Portland Timbers, Kilmarnock. Rangers, Kilmarnock. 18 appearances for Scotland, seven goals. Always a great return of goals, by the way, in in total in their career. 244 goals in 543 appearances. They've been wow. banging them in.
2: Yeah. I'm going to kick myself. My mind's gone blank. I'm really going to kick myself for this. Clearly a striker. Yeah. Go on.
1: Chris Boyd. Oh, Chris
2: Boyd. He's on the telly here in the UK covering Scottish football now. So. Is he? Yeah, I should have caught that. Uh, well done if you got it right. Um, oh, I'm going to have to make up for it now. Next episode, I've got a lot of making up to do. Um, yeah, well done if you got it right. We'll do another one in the next episode. Now, before we go, we've got something that we, uh, we've we been planning to do for quite a while, actually, and uh, we just have kept on forget- forgetting every episode. But... Uh, we we've set ourselves a challenge, and you can join in and you can try and guess what players we're going to choose. Because um, as you know, and as you can see on uh, Elliot's desk, there uh, we do both have quite a lot of MLS shirts, but uh, we don't have a shirt either of us that is um, that has a link to either Bolton or Norwich. Yeah. So you came up with this idea, didn't you?
1: Yeah. So I want us to kind of I want us to have in the studio. Uh, a shirt each that um, we can both relate to. So it's kind of like the game with a changing name, but our own version. So like someone who's played for Norwich and in MLS, someone who's played for Bolton and in MLS. And I thought we should try and get our hands on a signed shirt of one of these players.
2: Yeah. So uh, we're going to do some digging. We've already started doing some digging. Have you got yours yet? Is yours on your way yet?
1: I might have done it already. I
2: have done it all right. Have you? <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs>
1: this is going to be short-lived, isn't uh, it?
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so mine is a Bolton player that has also played in MLS. Yours is a Norwich player who's almost, uh, also yeah. played in MLS. I've got to admit, though, the shirt I've got is not signed, but it is a, a an incredible player. So it kind right. of makes up for it. Okay. Uh, now, I'm not doubting that yours is an incredible player, but I'm just saying when I saw it, I thought I've got to get that.
1: Oh, well, I didn't have much choice with mine. Uh, as far as I'm aware, there's only been two.
2: Oh, right. Okay.
1: Am I, am I wrong with that? Let me know. I yeah. believe there's only been two.
2: So get in touch with us. Who do you think... Oh, no, I'm, I'm wrong. I've already thought of four. That's so right. wrong. Sorry. Um, who do you think Elliot has got? A Norwich player. It's a it's a shirt that has been signed by a Norwich player who also has played in MLS. It is the MLS shirt as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, mine is a former Bolton player who then played in MLS... It's not signed, but it is, when I tell you, it's an incredible player. So get in touch at MLS UK show if you want to have a guess at who we've got. And hopefully, barring uh, any difficulties in getting it to us, we, shall, uh, we will announce it on the next episode. Yeah, let us know at MLS UK show. Uh, right, that's it for Series 4. Episode 4, thank you very much for uh, watching. Thank you very much for listening.
1: Shout out Nashville, massive club. Come on, Orlando, hold on to the title. Get in.
2: See ya. Find more great shows or join the team at sport-social.co.uk.
0: Sport Social Podcast Network. 18 plus.